What is the new life business plan? How can you clarify your values, your mission, and your vision? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and with me today is Dr. Gabriela Cora. Dr. Cora is president of the Executive Health and Wealth Institute, an international consulting firm based in Miami. Her expertise in crisis management and managing work and life inspired her to design a powerful program assisting executives and corporations in leading under pressure, providing for effective strategies to maximize peak performance and productivity while maximizing health and well-being. Dr. Kara is a board-certified psychiatrist, trained mediator, and she has an MBA with a major in health administration and policy. She lectures in the School of Management at University of Miami and is also the author of Leading Under Pressure. Welcome. Thank you so much for the invitation, Leslie. It's a pleasure. Oh, Gabby, it's great to have you here, and I, I can't wait to hear about my new life business plan. <laughs> what am I doing? What are we doing? You know, people are struggling and juggling it all and trying to put it all together and trying to balance what seems to be a myth. And how are you able to put it all together? Uh, people are struggling with even going through a diet or starting a new exercise plan. So just imagine if you're juggling it all and having trouble prioritizing needs even at work, how do you do all of that? So what I have tried to come up with is an easy way to translate this, not only for us as physicians, because what I'm about to say we do all the time. This is just a summary of what we tend to do all the time in helping our patients or in helping ourselves. I'm just going to break it down into easier ways of conveying the importance of doing all of this. Okay. Where do we start? So the New Life Business Plan is a seven-step plan to achieve goals and integrate the plan at the same time. And by integrating the plan, what I mean is integrating what is an individual plan with a professional plan or organizational plan if people are working within a corporation or organization. Mm -hmm. To make it very simple, the first step that I have found to be very, very helpful is to work on having the person realize what their true value system is. What is it that is so important and unique to that person? Is it time with their family? Is it succeeding in their career? Is it getting the Nobel Prize? What is it that is so important as a motivator, as a purpose in life that really draws this person to be able to be that person and relate to the rest of the world? So that's the first part, the value system. Interestingly, in many of the business plans, or, or if you think on a business perspective, most people try to look uh, or start off with the vision. You know, what is it that you want for the future? But I honestly haven't seen that being as effective as trying to figure out where it is that people really stand today. So, for example, an easy example is if I want to be a general physician or a general practitioner and instead I am doing many other activities that are totally unrelated to being a physician, it's like I'm not going to get there in the future. But if I start working on becoming a physician today, it will be easier for me to become a successful physician tomorrow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Believe it or not, that is one of the things that I usually see. Someone has a great idea for their future, but if you look at their today, they're really not working on that today. So the second point after that person has found their value system is their mission. What is it that is important for them to do today? And from there, you can draw where is it that they want to go tomorrow. 
and that is where the vision comes into play. So, for example, if you aspire to be a great physician and you're very comfortable, you want to have your private practice and you want it to be a solo practice and that's the way that it works great for you because you know that you like to work on your own, for example, and you want to create all of that, that's fantastic. You know who you are, you know how you want to do it, and you start creating that and you project five years from now, ten years from now, thinking that way. But if what you want to do is really start off a practice, but you're already thinking about establishing satellites in other states, then you have to become very, very strong in producing your first practice and then trying to create different plans so as to create these different satellites. That is the first point. Now, the next part is I use an acronym called AIM-I-AM, just to make it very, very simple. AIM stands for Align, Integrate, and Manage Your Plan. And IAM stands for Improve, achieve and maintain your goals. So let me start off with the I am piece. Whenever someone's trying to improve, let's say someone is trying to start a diet or start an exercise schedule or improve their organizational skills within work or whatever it is that they want to do or set up as a goal. If you start thinking about how you can improve little by little first and then set up a goal to be achieved, that would be the next step. And the third one, I believe is key, is to maintain before you move on to the next level. There are different reasons why it is important to maintain. One of the reasons is because you can test how well you're doing. Another reason is because you can then rethink about what the next step will be. And the third one, which I believe is so important, is to really savor your success. Taste your achievement. Be able to really enjoy how it is that you have been able to track down whatever you've achieved and just say, you know, this really does look great. This feels fantastic. And then move on to the next level. So that's the first part. How can you achieve your goal? And you can use this very simple acronym in everything that you do. And again, as physicians, we tend to do this all the time. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunch, your host, and with me today is Dr. Gabriella Cara. We are discussing your new life business plan. Okay, Gabby, now what? Now what? So now the, the second part, which is very, very important, is how you can align your individual plan with your organizational plan. And this is where the alignment, the integration, and the managing of the plan become key to your success. How do you align? Aligning the plan means, if for me, for example, it is very, very important to get some free time every single day, and let's say go to yoga class after I've been very, very busy seeing patients, then that needs to be aligned. It needs to have some time allocated for me within that organizational plan too, because if not, I'm not going to be able to do it. If the only yoga class, for example, that I can take is at 7 or 8 a.m., then I need to make sure that I have that allocated time in my individual time and in my organizational plan. Now, how do you integrate that? You really make both one. One of the very important things about this is, for example, let's say you're trying to establish your practice. So you may need to start doing a lot of networking. You may need to go to after-hour meetings, whether or not you like to do it, so that people will know that you've opened your new practice. 
Now, if you start going to some networking opportunities that are totally unrelated with the nature of your practice, you're going to be really wasting your time. Mm -hmm. And that is why it is so important to make sure that you're able to integrate what is important to you with your organizational needs. Don't you think that's really a key issue? You know, I see so many people that that are, are frantically busy, but if you really look at their day, they waste an enormous amount of time. You're totally right. That is something that we see so often. And sometimes people do stress themselves out just about being so busy. But if you look at it, there's really no backbone to the plan. So this part of the aim helps to make sure that that backbone is intact. And then the managing piece is sometimes you have to shift gears. So that flexibility may need to come in, and you may need to realign. You may need to double-check on whatever is important or not important or happening or not happening. So those are the things that you need to also do to be able to manage your plan. This is the reason why it is so important to align, integrate, and manage the plan so that the person can constantly try to put everything together, see how everything is going, fine-tune the plan, and then go on to the next level. Particularly for physicians, we're so busy doing very many things, and our lives are constantly changing because of all the responsibilities that we face on a daily basis. So then this piece becomes very, very important in our being able to manage our individual with our organizational plans. Okay, well, that makes sense. One of the things I hear from physicians, though, is is the inability to say no. So, you know, especially say you're in a, a private practice situation and one of your best referral sources asks you to see a patient in a time when you're supposed to be at yoga class, let's say, and if you say no, you're worried that your referral source is going to dry up. How do you manage real-life situations like that? And, you know, that happens all the time, and sometimes you just have to be able to say no. Because imagine this situation. Let's say that you're going to bed at 11 o'clock and that you would prefer to go to bed at 9 o'clock in the evening. And you are getting more and more patient referrals, so now you're sleeping at 12 o'clock, okay? You're going to, to bed at midnight. And let's say that you're still not saying anything, but now you're also continuing to be stretched, and now you're asked to see more patients, and now it's one o'clock. There will be a point in which you are going to need to say no. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, once you are able to see what it is that is important for you to be well and to be able to enjoy seeing patients, enjoy life, enjoy doing everything that you need to do, then it does become a lot easier. Now, here we're not even talking about someone taking five hours off to go golfing every day. But if going golfing one afternoon a week is something that is very important for someone to feel well and to be able to then do a better job, then they will need to block half a day and say, the doctor is not available at that time. But the secret is, to give an alternative. So you would say, unfortunately, I'm not able to see this patient from 1 to 5 today, but I will be very happy to see this patient at 7 a.m. tomorrow. So that's where you can juggle things a little bit differently. But on the other end, if you've already triple book, booked for 7 o'clock tomorrow, then you're not going to be able to do that. So 
all I'm trying to say is there's always this stretch that's happening. So the no will be inevitable at a certain stage. The thing is, how fast, how soon do you want to say no? And the more that you can see what it is that is important, the easier it is going to be to schedule everything that you like and that you may need to do in your daily life. Mm -hmm. How can people listening get in touch with your organization if they need some help doing all of this? (laughs) Thank you. The way to get in touch with me and all the information is on the website is by going to www.executivehealth.com. Executivehealth.com. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Cora, for helping us with our work and life business plan. Thank you so very much for the invitation. It's been a pleasure, Leslie. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening. 